Thank you so much for joining us. If this is your very first time listening to the program, welcome. We hope you'll stick around and become a part of the Bible Tract Echoes family. Those of you that are longtime and faithful listeners, we so greatly appreciate your faithful investment of time into this ministry. You see, Bible Tracks Incorporated and our founder evangelist, Paul Levine, or Dr. Paul, as he was affectionately known, began this program in 1957. And since then, it's gone out over the airwaves on dozens of radio stations worldwide. And you have the privilege of listening in and being a part today. And I want to thank you so very much for giving me the privilege to speak to you via this medium right now. Here's a short account, an anecdote for you that will help introduce the direction of the program today. The Duke of Wellington, the British military leader who actually defeated Napoleon at Waterloo, was not an easy man to serve under. He was brilliant, yes, demanding for sure, and not one to shower his subordinates with compliments. Yet, even Wellington realized that his methods left something to be desired. In his old age, a young lady asked him what, if anything, he would do differently if he had his whole life over again. If he could live life one more time, what would he do differently? Wellington pondered that thought for a moment, then replied simply this, I'd give more praise. What a thought. You, in your life, no matter your age or social status, no matter really the culture or background you come from, that's a thought that all of us must consider. How good are we at dishing out encouragement? That leads and segues very neatly into 1 Samuel chapter 30. This is the second week that we are focused in primarily on encouragement. We've looked at ways to encourage ourselves and to allow ourselves to become closer to God even when going through periods of distress or dismay. But today, we're going to look at how to lift others up. You see, even in our life of turmoil and the tumultuousness on the world stage and really in our personal life, I'm sure there are some listening right now that are going through difficult times. But God is very often going to bring people by your way that you have the opportunity to be an encouragement to. And we are going to find ourselves in 1 Samuel chapter 30 and verse number 11 in just one moment before we do so. Let me tell you about this gospel track called He Is Not Here. Now, those of you that have listened many times over the past few weeks might say you've mentioned this gospel track once a week for the past three or four weeks. But I believe I've done so with good reason. You see, this gospel track called He Is Not Here is one of the very best that we can offer for free from Bible Tracks Incorporated, the provider and underwriter of this particular radio ministry. We put these gospel tracks out for free, and with Easter coming up very soon, this would be one of the best ones that you could get your hands on. Go to BibleTracksInc.org. Org, because he is not here might just be the exact right tool for this time frame. I've often thought that being in the right place is somewhat easy at times. It's the 
timing that becomes difficult. It's right place, right time. And putting those things together, that's difficult. And that means if you don't get to BibleTracksInc.org and order this ASAP, then it's not going to arrive in time for you to use this Easter-centric gospel track before Easter. Easter is almost upon us. Resurrection Sunday, the day we get to celebrate the risen Savior. It's almost here, and I need you to visit BibleTracksInc.org to order this track today. Let's find ourselves in 1 Samuel chapter 30. Join me there if you would. I won't take the time to review the full scope and context of this passage. You can, of course, find that on the archived previous versions of this program. Just search for Bible Tract Echoes on your favorite podcast player. But let's look at 1 Samuel chapter 30 and verse number 11 as we learn together from the Bible, God's Word, how we can lift others up around us. And they found an Egyptian in the field. We're in 1 Samuel chapter 30, verse number 11. I want to give you a moment to find it. You got it there? Good. And they found an Egyptian in the field and brought him to David and gave him bread and he did eat. And they made him drink water. And they gave him a piece of a cake of figs and two clusters of raisins. And when he had eaten, his spirit came again to him. For he had eaten no bread nor drunk any water three days and three nights. And David said unto him, To whom belongest thou, and whence art thou? And he said, I am a young man of Egypt, servant to an Amalekite, and my master left me, because three days agone I fell sick. We made an invasion upon the south of the Cherethites, and upon the coast which belongeth to Judah, and upon the south of Caleb, and we burned Ziklag with fire. Pause there for just a moment. I must give just a little bit of context. We realize that David and his men had very recently come upon their home base of Ziklag, which had been burned with fire, and all of the inhabitants, the women and children, the companions of David and his men were taken away captive by the Amalekites. And as they are rushing to come upon and catch up with, chase down the Amalekites, they come upon an Egyptian in the field who it appears to be starving. I'd like to point out here that David and his men did not just pass him by. They took care of others that were in distress, or at least this one that was in distress, along the way. David and his men were grieved mightily. You will recall that their wives and children had been taken away. They had wept until they could weep no more. They had almost risen up in mutiny against David. His men had, questioning his leadership because they were so beside themselves. And yet, and yet, they found the time and the care and the compassion to help those, at least this one here, that needed help. This Egyptian young man had been ill-treated by his masters and left really to die. And he ended up becoming their master's undoing. We see here in the next verse, David said to him, Canst thou bring me down to this company? And he, the Egyptian, said, Swear unto me by God that thou wilt neither kill me nor deliver me into the hands of my master, and I will bring thee down to this company. He becomes a turncoat, actually, and helps those that helped him. Can I make this practical application for you? We've talked about how David encouraged himself and he rallied the men and they're going to accomplish a great victory for God in just a few verses. But 
while you are on your way to your personal victory. Do not think of anyone as so low that you cannot treat them right. Here is a turn of phrase, a thought that might just be a help to you. Do not use your hurt to hurt others. Use your hurt to help others. Let me say it one more time. Don't use your hurt to hurt others. Use your hurt to help others. Let me rephrase it this way. Instead of saying, nobody understands what I'm going through. We've all said that before, haven't we? Nobody understands the trouble I've seen, right? Instead of saying that, go find someone that is going through what you're going through and help them with their issue. Instead of making it about me, 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 make it about others. This is a heavy topic. And I want to be very careful in how I approach it because there are so many, I'm sure, that have dealt with some heavy burdens. But maybe, my friend, you have lost a child, either physically or through a separation, what seems to be irreconcilable separation. Maybe you've lost a child. Maybe you have dealt with cancer or the loss of a loved one to cancer. Maybe you just have a wayward child that is breaking your heart. Can I ask you, would you be willing to help someone else that has those same problems? Instead of waiting for someone to come help you, why don't you consider how you could help someone else going through a similar circumstance? It's been said that Christians, unfortunately, are the only ones that shoot their own wounded. May that never be so. May we not be those that push down those around us that are hurting because of our own hurt. This is not a trite way to brush over what you're going through, but can I say this very bluntly? Everyone is going through something. Sometimes the only thing that we can control is our response to the circumstance. We seem to do so well at noticing others that have fallen when we want to put others down. But can I tell you, how good are we? Can I ask you, how good are we at helping others up when they have fallen down? We have an opportunity to use our pain to use the process of tribulation or really a crucible time of fire that we've gone through to raise others up. Maybe it's sharpened our edge to be able to help others. But instead, what do we do? In our pain, we cut others down. This is a heavy topic to consider during a week on encouragement, but can I ask you, How are you using your pain to encourage others? I cannot speak for the multitude, the multiplicity of different circumstances of life you might be going through. My life and my family's circumstances probably can't hold a candle or scratch the surface on everything you've gone through. But I know one who's undergone a multitude of sorrows 
I know one who took our burdens to an old rugged cross, and he stands by, ready at any moment to be an encouragement to us and through us, us as a conduit. He wants to be a help to those that are around us. Do we bottle up the blessings of God because we are so intent on focusing on our own pain? I truly hope not. I truly hope that in some small way I've been clear and I've brought this message to the forefront that we must. If we are truly going to live the lives as Christians that God wants us to, we must lift others up. A great way to do that, practically speaking, in these last few seconds is to use gospel tracks. That small tactile sensation of passing out a physical representation of a, the presentation of the gospel, it may just help someone. Tune in tomorrow as we continue this thought in the second week of encouragement. Thank you for joining us today for Bible Tract Echoes, a ministry of Bible Tracks Incorporated. If you would like to receive a free sample packet of all of our tracks, you can contact us by calling 309-828-6888. That's 309-828-6888. Our mailing address is P.O. Box 188, Bloomington, Illinois, 61702. A faster way to contact us is to go to our website at BibleTracksInc.org. That's BibleTracksInc.org. There you will find more information about our ministry and details on how you can support Bible Tracks Incorporated. Thanks for listening, and may the Lord richly bless you as you serve Him.